Sam, thank you for joining me tonight. Thanks so much for having me, Aaron. Thank you. Big Brother is a television show, and these interviews are usually about strategy and nominations and who is genuine and who is not. But for you, I guess, your entire personal life has been put on show for the Australian audience, from Josh and Drew to that secret video between Joel and Drew. So I'm wanting to ask first, how are you going? I, I imagine this experience on Big Brother was nothing like you expected. Uh, yeah, look, it's definitely nothing like what I expected and it's been such a wild roller coaster. So at this stage, I'm really trying to just um, balance myself back out. It's been, it's been wild and... Um, <laughs> Yeah, it was so unexpected. So many things that were unexpected. I didn't. My, I went in with such different intentions and came out with such a different experience. Mm. Look, I think the best way to do this is probably in chronological order. So, look, you entered the house, and on entering, you saw Josh. Now, there are conflicting reports about whether you knew he would be in there. From your reaction on air and to Big Brother in the diary room, you seemed super surprised. Um, Josh thinks otherwise, and he says that he would be surprised if you were surprised um, he, uh, he was in there based on the circumstances of going into the house. So let me ask you directly now, did you know that Josh was going to be in the Big Brother house? Look, Josh and I have been in contact for the last six years, so... Um, I didn't find out till the very last minute that he was going to be in the house. There was a lot to navigate there. Um, you know, like you're in this, you're in this environment, you're in this game, you're in this house. And like, yeah, it was just a all happening at once moment for me. And it was quite overwhelming and confronting. And I just didn't know how to navigate that. So, so why did your reactions on air then suggest you had absolutely no idea or was it just because it was very last minute? Um, it was because it was very last minute and, yeah, like, look, like Josh had, Josh had his game plan and I guess I just wanted to um, support him in that and, Unfortunately, it didn't work out in, in my best interest and something I wasn't willing to do is compromise on my integrity, which is why I wanted to let everybody know that we did know each other outside the house. So, mm. yeah. So did, did you actually apply to be on Big Brother or were you sort of asked or tapped on the shoulder? I, I was approached. So I'd been approached, I'd been scouted for another reality TV show Mm. Um, and then that didn't go through and I had the application form open for Big Brother and I just thought, because I wanted to, to, to go on and I just thought, I'm just going to leave it. I don't want to go through that whole entire process again. I closed the tab on my computer and literally a week later I received a call from Big Brother. So it was just a amazing sequence of events. It was just insane how it all happened. I guess it's beyond your control, but how do you feel about the fact that Josh has, has admitted that he did not want to go on Big Brother, but only accepted going on the show if you were on the show so that he could use this as an opportunity to, I guess, make his feelings known to you? How, how did you feel about that? Um, look, I feel like Josh and I have been in and out of this sort of experience for the last six years. Um, I've made it clear to him in the past that I don't see us, you know, 
evolving into anything more than what we've had and what we've shared. So, um, yeah, it was quite overwhelming and confronting to to receive that from him. But, you know, I can't – Josh has is fueled by his emotions. One minute he likes this and the next minute he likes that. <laughs> so, yeah. So, so what do you think he needed that platform to do it rather than just rigging you up and inviting you out for coffee? Surely this could have been a Starbucks moment rather than a <laughs> big brother moment. Um, look, I can't speak for Josh, so I don't know what his, <laughs> what his intentions were and what his experience, what, what he wanted from this. So, yeah, mm. that's. So you, you're both um, out of the house now. Um, have you have you caught up with Josh and just talked it through? I mean, how how do things stand with you guys? Yeah, look, like when um, Josh and I unfortunately do not have a friendship. Um, he's made it very clear that he is not interested in the friendship, and I respect that. Mm. I you know still care for Josh, and I think that it would be awesome that we if we could have a friendship. But I also understand that you know with the dynamics that we share, it's probably best for both of us to keep our distance and give each other space. All right. So that's, let's leave Josh there now and then <laughs> let's move on to Drew because he was the, the next man, uh, you know, in the house that you were obviously attracted to. What, what was it about Drew that attracted you to him? Um, I'm guessing surely it was that smile. He has a very cheeky, innocent smile, you know, the kind of one that girls, guys and grandmas love. What attracted me to Drew was... Yes, he has a great smile and he's he's just such a, a beautiful guy. But, you know, you live with someone and you start to notice people's habits and behaviours and Drew and I just clicked from the get-go. We'd have a laugh together. You know, he's quite pasty, but I found him coming out and sitting in the sun with me frequently and I just thought that was really cute that he'd, like, you know, put himself under the burning sun just to get to know me. <laughs> um, and he did get severely burnt from doing that. <laughs> which is really cute but yeah like yeah there's so much about Drew that I really adored in the experience was very supportive considerate thoughtful knew what to say um would always have my back and until he didn't and yeah it was just a nice nice little comfort zone for me with him do you think it was an initial true love when you were in the house or was it also an unusual set of circumstances where feelings are heightened because you're living in that kind of really small space on this on this reality show? It's kind of a d completely different world to be on the outside, isn't it? Yeah, I think there's, there's some studies being done on this kind of dynamic <laughs> um, with human behaviour and what happens when you're in an enclosed environment. And I think that our biology took over for sure. You know, we are ruled by our, our hormones, are ruled by these 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 primitive, like, instinctual mm. drives. Even though we weren't intimate in the house, we were intimate to some degree, but we weren't, like, physically intimate. Um, yeah, I think that it's totally normal to have that attraction with somebody in such a closed space. Um, mm. But, yeah, the dynamic, the environment's totally different to what the outside world is like. So, I bet yeah. it was. You, you, um, <laughs> you, you said a lot of times on the show that you trusted Drew um, even in the eviction room. Now, the rumour mill did swirl around about the house, about the conversation between Drew and Joel. The video quite clearly seems to show he was 
plotting to get rid of you and was doing a deal with Joel. Now, Drew has said that he was not referring to you when he was talking about uh, Joel about doing his dirty work. Now, you've now seen the episodes played out and you probably know more information now. So in your heart of hearts, was, was Drew doing the dirty on you in that conversation with Joel and then lied to you? Or has he been completely misunderstood the whole time? Okay, so when I watched it, I was triggered as all hell. I was like, this guy played me. What the hell, you know? Um, and then I messaged him immediately. I'm like, WTF, Drew? Like, what the hell? Um, and he admitted that the, the deal was about me. And my body had a full reaction to that. I was really hurt and I was really um, – actually, I got quite emotional watching it. Um, and my heart started racing and I was like – you know, you start to think about what you could have done differently and how much time I wasted in this love bubble and whatnot. So, like, there was a lot of regret and remorse there, but I'm trying so hard not to regret the experience. Um, so to answer your question, in my heart of hearts, in the house, I believe that he had my back, but now watching back, I don't think he did. Oh. Yeah. Well, let's get to the, the, the previous episode where, you a previous episode where you were evicted and then you yanked that sort of pull me thing and and the eviction was cancelled now obviously from your point of view um your well your own point of view you would have been relieved to, to have been saved however i don't know you would be able to you know if you're able to answer this objectively but do you think that this kind of stunt cheated the housemates and the audience now i'm asking this i don't think it's because of you personally i think um, the housemates and audience would have felt cheated, whoever it was. Do you think that kind of stunt was a low blow play by Big Brother? Uh, no, of course not. It's, yeah, you're <laughs> right, Aaron. It is hard to answer subjectively. Uh, but, you know, at that point in the game, whether it was Estelle or I leaving, the saving, that, that whoever would have been saved, it would have just been so right for either one of us. So, um I think that Big Brother must have seen that I didn't really have, I wasn't really playing the game and I had conversations with Big Brother and he really gave me a kick up the bum when I got back in and he told me like, this is not a time to waste your opportunity. Um, do not waste your second chance. So I, um, I took that advice and I did try to put together a strategy. Unfortunately, it didn't make it through because I didn't rally enough people together. Um, mm. But I did plant some seeds, so... Yeah. Well, the audience do obviously see a lot of editing, um, but some suggest, you know, you probably heard this. Um, did you do anything in the house apart from making out with Drew? Now, a number of housemates did make reference to that on air, um, and Drew said he, he didn't make very many connections um, in the house. Do you have any regrets on that one? Like, do you, do you think you lost confidence from your housemates, not because you're in a power couple, but because maybe they thought you didn't make enough strong connections with them or maybe you did and then it just wasn't showing on the, on the, on air. Oh, there's so much that's not seen on the air. Like when I moved from the OG side of the bedroom to the newbie side of the bedroom, Gabby would jump into bed with me every night and we would puddle and chat. Um, um Leash and I would have moments, Johnson and I would have moments, Terrace and I slept next to each other. Brenton and I had lots of chats. Like, there's so much that doesn't get shown to the public that mm. happens behind closed doors. And, you know, Leisha's had her moments. Um, Tully would have her moments. 
you know, I'd have really in-depth conversations with Dave that I absolutely admire and, and he's such a, a wonderful human and I really love those conversations. So, yeah, look, I definitely made a conscious effort. I, I felt like there was, um, you know, I can only do what I can and I'm only aware of what I'm aware of. So I'm open to receiving feedback. And if I didn't make enough effort, that's fine. Like I'm happy to mm. own that. Um, but yeah, like there was a part of me that felt reluctance coming back into the house as well after six people, eight people, sorry, had voted me off. It was really uneasy. Like, um, I could feel this tension with certain housemates and housemates I would never have voted for. Like Reggie, for example, she had it in for me, but she just didn't trust me, but she's one housemate I would never vote for. And that I would sit in conversations with other people and they would talk about voting for Reg. And I just said to them, like, I'm not putting my vote on her. And I think because I wasn't willing to play with the the alliances and do what they wanted me to do, that was a detriment to me because I was playing with my heart. And one thing I was not willing to compromise on in the house was my integrity. I would never be able to put my vote on someone like Reg or Dave even. That was a really difficult thing for me to do if I was to ever do that. Um, so let me ask you about connection with Tim. There was huge conflict in the house with Tim. I can see why there would be, um, but also on one hand, he was kind of right about what he was saying about Drew. So, so what was going on with Tim? Tim and I had a really solid friendship when he first came into the house. And I, again, playing with my heart, just loved that. I didn't know Tim from Big Brother, so I didn't know what I was getting myself uh. into. But <laughs> I started noticing him play this game where he would plant seeds and do what he d- does best, which is absolutely phenomenal. It's an amazing skill to have. Um, it worked in his benefit in the house. And now that we've been out of the house, it's been amazing because he's been such a great support. But, yeah, you know, when he came for me, I was... I I struggled. I really, really, really struggled to not take it personally and to remember that we're in a game. But I am such a, you know, relationships is my thing. It's it's what I do for a living. So, like, having a a strong connection like that with somebody in the house, I was really um, kind of attached to that rather than playing the game. And I didn't want to compromise on my integrity, like I said. Mm. So... And that was really difficult. I was really hurt when I found out that he was campaigning against me. And then I just had my back up the whole time. And I just felt so defensive because I just, you know, was so deeply hurt. But, you know, looking back over it, I was just like thinking to myself, oh, my God, Tim was doing nothing but being honest with me. And I couldn't see it because I had my rose colored glasses (laughs) on. (laughs) <laughs> I was I was so caught up in, in Drew's dreamy blue eyes. <laughs> um, look, here's a big question for you now. It's the good old hindsight game. Um, knowing what you know now, I mean, w- would you have played the game differently um, if you had a do-over? Knowing what I know now, I 100% would have played the game differently. You know who I would have clicked with straight up off the bat? I would have loved to click have like planned a strategy with Taras. Uh, Taras and I have been like, he's been my rock in this whole entire experience post Big Brother House. And um, he's the one person that I feel the most comfortable calling straight away if I'm feeling anything. And I just wish that like we had that friendship in the house because I think it would be, we could have ruled the game. (laughs) Mm. 
Yeah, mm. Terrace, very popular player um, at the moment when I've been speaking to the other other housemates um, who have been evicted. Look, um, you're out of the house now. Um, Drew is still on air, but most of the audience obviously know that this season has been pre-recorded up until the finale, um, which will come back and be filmed live with wh whoever made it to the, to the public vote. That means yourself and Drew have been out of the house for a while. So you're going to get asked a lot, but the million-dollar question is, are you and Drew still together? No. Okay. <laughs> not, We're not. <laughs> not together. All right. Not together. No. And you know what? We're going to, you know, there's going to be a couple of obvious questions. What happened? What's going on? You know, we're going to leave it at that. So Drew and uh, Sam, not not together. Um, there's another person that we're not spoken about yet, um, and geez, it just gets complicated, doesn't it? And that's Tully. Tully has <laughs> was seen as being quite uncomfortable in the house with all you, you know, with you guys kissing and and and, and what you and Drew were doing. I get one side of the argument that says Tully and Drew are not together. In fact, Tully has has a partner on the outside. So it should not mm. affect her. On the other hand, these two people have shared a history and, and closeness for some time. Um, and I guess being affectionate around someone's ex, you know, might be seen as, you know, her feel, being feeling uncomfortable. What were your thoughts on, on about how you and Drew sort of, I guess, conduct yourselves in, in front of Tully? Because it's another unusual situation. Yeah, look, I, it was such a, it's so interesting because I had no idea that Tully and Drew had like continued to have some kind of like connection on a more intimate level for years post their breakup. Mm. And after watching Tully the other night talk about that, that she was still hooked on him for seven years post their breakup, um, I probably would have been way more mindful about my affection to Drew, but what I did was I put myself in her position and I thought about my ex-boyfriend from nine years ago and how I would feel if I saw him kissing another woman. And, you know, my ex from nine years ago, like, it wouldn't be anything. I would not feel anything about that. So I kind of just went into it with that perspective. Mm, but yeah. I had no idea that Tully, because, like, like, think about it's almost 10 years ago. You're a different person. to mm. Like, we're different people to who we are today. So... I did my best to kind of um, have some empathy towards her. And look, Drew and I spent a lot of time together away from everybody to be respectful of that. And Tali would often come in and, and, and I know that she had a really strong friendship with Drew so she'd feel safe with him. But there was this kind of like, you know, she'd come and hang out with us and whatnot. So I did try my best, but I also found myself having to walk away from um, from certain situations because I just felt like, you know, I didn't really get enough space, um, you know, we're in a house together with the ex. Um, but, yeah, like I, I have a lot of respect for Tully. It takes a lot of courage to come into the house alone and I think that she held herself really well and she navigated the whole situation really well and I can't imagine the discomfort and I wish I knew what I know now. Mm. Yeah. Well before I want to go on to some other questions, just general questions without um, Tully and Drew and uh, Josh and all that kind of stuff. But um, there, there may be nothing for you, but I just wanted to give you the opportunity now to set the record straight about anything that you wanted. Um, perhaps that we did what we didn't see on camera, something about the whole Drew, Tully, Josh thing, or is there anything else that you wanted to sort of set the record straight about? 
Um, setting the record straight about Gabby, um, I did say, you know, I did say something in the heat of the moment and I think that Gabby's such a beautiful, beautiful human and, you know, we had cleared the air straight away, straight after and she understood that it was coming from a place of panic and being under pressure and, you know, earlier in the show she did admit she had a crush on Drew so I was kind of like I had that in the back of my mind. Yeah, Tully, um, Gabby and I have, yeah, a really solid friendship and I just want people to know that, like, Sometimes we do and say things in the heat of the moment. Yeah. And yeah. I'm yeah. human, you know, I'm not a perfect person. <laughs> We're definitely all, all human. So Sam, let's do a quick game of choose a housemate. So who was the most genuine in the house? The most genuine, Taras. Yep. Oh, yeah, he, he's such a beautiful boy. Like, just all the housemates that have come out so far have just said, you know, he, he's been awesome, whether they've been OG or, or newbie. What about the um, most non-genuine? Appears to be nice, but they could be lying to your face. And let's not include Drew. <laughs> <laughs> um, most, I mean... How do I answer this? Do I answer it as I'm um, in the house or like watching it back? Because when I was in the house, I thought Reggie was quite genuine. Now I'm watching back and I'm like, she's playing a game and she's yeah. claiming that she's not. But least genuine, um, Estelle. Okay. Um, who would you most like to connect with on the outside of the house? Like just someone you'd love to have over for a barbecue because you just had a lovely connection with them. Dave. Oh, Dave. Love Dave. Yeah. Um, newbie housemate that you think could go the furthest? Uh, Johnson and Taras. Can I choose two? You can choose two. <laughs> There's no rules here. I think, yeah, I definitely, like, Johnson's really fun and playful and he's very strategic and he's got a good head on his shoulders and Taras is just raw, real, very, like, able to manipulate and play both sides of the game. So he's doing a really good job too. And uh, finally, who would you like to win Big Brother? Mm, good question. Um, I would like to win Big Brother. No, <laughs> too late for that. Um, who would I like to win? Yeah, I mean, like I'd love to see Reggie up there. And Johnson's a super fan. I think he's amazing. So it's hard to choose, to be honest with you. There's so many amazing people. I love Dave as well. That would be awesome. He's got such a solid intention with his work. And I know that it would really support him and what he's doing in the world. So, mm. yeah. Well, let's have a, a couple of final questions about just about you. Tell us, because you've got a business. Tell us a, a little bit about that and, and, and what you're up to with that. So I'm an intimacy coach. I essentially support people and help people to better understand each other, to create fulfillment in relationships and, yeah, kill the drama, enhance the passion, create relationships that thrive. Um, so I do that in a couple of ways. I have a program for men to teach them about women and I have a program for women to teach them about men and just educating people in the different ways that we communicate. Um, and I have another 
it's a year long program and that's a, it's a self love experience. It's called love yourself first. And that is a curation of years upon years of um, work into one year long experience, helping people to self mastery essentially in dating and relationships, which I'm just so passionate about that, just that personal responsibility piece and having deep self-awareness and ultimately self love. So that's where it's at at the moment. So with the like relationships, you've obviously had in the Big Brother house, whether you know it's the intimate ones or just the connections that you've made in the house, has that actually helped you um, with your with your business and helping you with your clients? Yeah, I can relate with my clients in such a different way. You know, like I surround myself with people who are quite aware and, and conscious in the way they communicate. So being in a, a house where people that I'm relating with don't necessarily have the tools that my my close friends do was a great little reminder to to understand that like you know there there are people out there who need access to this information and need that support so you know with some of my clients now I can definitely relate with them on such a deeper way Mm. from you know the betrayal that I experienced with Drew and the betrayal I experienced in some of the friendships in the house, like I can really feel what that feels like. And it has definitely helped me with um, empathy and really like leveling with my clients and meeting them where they're at. Cause obviously I can see their highest potential, but um, I think it also, it's a nice reminder that, Hey Sam, you've been doing this for years. Some people are just new to this sort of stuff and you've got to meet them in that. So yeah, it's mm. definitely helped. So well, I suppose I was going to ask what's next for you, Sam, but I guess it's, it's working on your, on your business. Are you going to take a little, a little bit of a break as well or is it just straight back into work? Look, I have a, I have my passport has lapsed, unfortunately. So my on my to-do list is to get my passport up and running because I do want to go to Bali and spend a, a significant amount of time there for a little break. But, um, look, my clients come first and at this stage I'm really working – towards supporting them and um yeah I'm it doesn't really feel like work Aaron like I love what I do so I wake up every Monday morning feeling excited for the week it doesn't it doesn't feel like work oh, so that, that's yeah awesome um yeah. Sam from what the audience saw um, you have a big heart um, I'm sorry that your time in the house was filled with so much I guess personal drama it might make for good television but there is a real girl underneath all that and I understand um it might be overwhelming um with everything that's you know come out on air but um i'm wishing you some peace on everything um that you're doing and and obviously with your business i hope that's good and we'll see you again for the finale thank you for joining me tonight sam thank you so much aaron i've had such a good time chatting with you you're really fun and um i really appreciate you having me on the show and asking me some really confronting questions oh great i love it (laughs) thank you Thank you, Sam. Um, Eighth evicted from Big Brother 2022. That's it for tonight. Thank you for listening. I'm Aaron Ryan. I'll be back with a ninth eviction very soon. Good night.